Shalom to all. Today's daf is the first daf of Masechah's Erevin, daf Beis. Just as we're zeichet to start this Masechah together, we should be zeichet to finish it together, and of course, all of Shas together. Masechah's Erevin is sponsored by Safer Orthodontics of Jackson, New Jersey, and Schos of David Tzvi Ben Malka, Handel Bas Fromit, Yisrael Ben Henya, and Liba Bas Freda. The first parak is sponsored by Sam Grumberger of Meridian Capital. He and his family should be blessed with much hatzlacha and shafam in Shemayim, ad belidai. So we're going to have two short introductions before we start. Although for many, Erevin is unchartered, Fear not, we're going to dive in and we're going to see that Erevin is relevant in our daily lives. We only have to look around to see the various halachas and rules played out in real life. We're going to take one thing as a small example. We're going to encounter Tzuras HaPesach in the first Mishnah. A Tzuras HaPesach is a doorway. So look around at your nearest doorway. You see how there's a frame that surrounds the door? That's a Tzuras HaPesach. So anytime we encounter Tzuras HaPesach, just imagine your doorway. Now obviously sometimes the Tzuras HaPesach that we're going to be dealing with could be more than 20 feet wide. It also might look different from the doorway because it might be made out of different material. But it's all the same. And I'm certain we're going to enjoy learning Erevin together as we did with Masech Shabbos. And if there's anything that needs clarification, you have a comment, critique, please don't hesitate to reach out. And now for another short introduction, which in large part is just a recap of what we've already encountered in Masech Shabbos. We know from Shabbos that there are four main domains, or Rishuyais, Rishos HaRabim, Rishos HaYachid, Karmelis, and Mekayim Petur. The two main ones are Rishos HaRabim and Rishos HaYachid, and that's what we're going to be focusing on. We know that it's usher to carry within Rishos HaRabim, and also to and from Rishos HaRabim and Rishos HaYachid. Now let's zoom in on Rishos HaYachid. Strictly speaking, carrying in Rishos HaYachid is permitted mid-da'iraisa. However, in certain circumstances, the Chachamim made certain restrictions for carrying even within that Rishos HaYachid. But before we talk about those restrictions, we have to draw a picture, a mental picture, of the layout of the houses and streets back in the times of the Mishnah. A number of houses were situated together, and those houses all shared the same courtyard or chatzer. A number of chatzerois would open into an alleyway or a mavoy, and this mavoy would then open into a Rishos HaRabim. Now usually, this mavoy was a dead end, and only one side was open to the Rishos HaYachid. Therefore, Mede'airaisa, it is permitted to carry in this entire area of houses, chatzeris, and mavoy, because it's all one Rishos HaYachid. However, certain restrictions, such as Erev Chatzeris and Shitufe Muvais, were added by the Chachamim, and we're going to explore those as we encounter them. One of the restrictions is the topic of the first Mishnah. This is the issue of the Mavui itself, where it opens into the Rishos HaRabim. Remember, even though the Mavui is Rishos HaYachid, the Chachamim were afraid that since it opens directly into the Rishos HaRabim, people will think that it's part of it, and carry from the Mavui to the Rishos HaRabim, and vice versa, being over on the Isra Dairaisa of Haitzah. Therefore, a small adjustment or tikkun needs to be made to the mavoi. This is called hechsher mavoi, as a reminder that the mavoi and rishasarabim are two separate rishuyas. And this is accomplished in one of three ways. Number one, by placing either a kaira, a cross beam, across the top of the entrance of the mavoi, or number two, by placing a lechi, a side post to the side of the mavoi, or three, tzuras hapesach, which is the most commonly used tikkun in our community, Ervin, and it consists simply of two side posts and a cross beam, as we had mentioned in our previous introduction. In Gemara terminology, this is known as kanamikan, the kanamikan, the kana al gabehen, a kana here, a kana there, and one on top. Now, these two side posts have to be made of material sturdy enough to support a door made of straw. It could be a beam or PVC piping, and the kana on top could be something as simple as string. I would like to strongly encourage everyone to go to aldof.org, click on this series titled Bringing Erevin to Life, and there you're going to find engaging, illuminating, and exciting videos that really bring Erevin to life. Now in this first Mishnah, we're going to have our first foray into defining the measurements of a Mavoy. So the Mishnah says, 
which is taller than 20 amas, meaning the Cairo was placed above 20 amas. Yemait, it has to be lowered. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, and it's you don't have to. The Harach of Master Amas, if the entrance way into the Mavoy is wider than 10 amas, Yemait, that has to be minimized and it has to be narrowed. Vimyesh Latsurus of Pesach, but if it has a Tsurus of Pesach, we have Kanamikan, Vakanamikan, Vakana al Gabehen, Afal Pishu Rach of Master Amas, even though the entrance way into the Mavoy is wider than 10 amas, and Tsarach Lamait, it does not have to be minimized. Now, this last thing that we mentioned in the Mishnah is very important because even if the Mechitz of Rosh Hashanah has a break in it, otherwise known as a Pirza, that's not a problem because it's normal for there to be gaps and fences and walls. However, if a break is wider than 10 Amos, then it nullifies this enclosure of the Rosh Hashanah and it has to be fixed in order to consider the area it encloses Rosh Hashanah. And one of the ways to fix it is by making a Tzuras HaPesach over there, so now it's considered an official legal opening into the Rosh Hashanah and it's not considered a break anymore. And we're obviously going to see a lot of this in the Gemara. And now the Gemara says, Tanan Hasam, we have a mission over there, Masecha Sukkah. Sukkah Shikabayil Amal Masim Amra, Sukkah, which is taller than 20 Amas, Pesula, it is Pasul. Rabbi Huda Machshir, Rabbi Huda says it's Kasher. So the Gemara asks, Mashno Gabi Sukkah Tatani Pesula. Why is it that in regards to Sukkah, when we say it's above 20 Amas, it's Pasul, hands down. Vagabi Mavui, but in regards to Mavui, Tani Takanta, we teach you a way to fix it up. We say that we should just lower the Kaira. So the Gemara answers, Sukkah Dairai Sukkah Pesula. Sukkah, which is Dairai, so we say it's Pasul. And Rashi explains that when we got the Taira, we got all the halachas in regards to Sukkah. So it must be that if the mission is trying to add something, the only thing it's adding is that if you don't keep to these halachas, so it's possible. But Mavui, Rabbanu, Mavui, which is a halacha Rabbanan, and they're coming to teach us a new concept, which we didn't know from the Torah, so therefore they also teach us a way to fix it up. Vibayzema, alternatively, Dairaisa, Namitana, Tekanta, even something that's a Dairaisa, we're going to teach you how to fix it up. Elo Sukkah, but Sukkah specifically, the Nefishan Mile, has so many different halachas. The mission over there teaches us that a Sukkah has to have three walls, and there can't be more sun than shade, and many other halachas. Pasuk Vatani Psula, therefore the mission over there just says that it's possible hands down, because a Mishnah has to be very clear and simple. It can't be very confusing. And if the Mishnah would have taught us a way to fix up every single thing that's listed in that Mishnah, it would have become very confusing. Therefore, we have one halacha that applies to everything in the Mishnah, that if you don't keep to that, then it's possible. But Mavi, Delenefishimili, in this Mishnah, Mavi doesn't have so many things. It's just not allowed to be too tall or too wide. Therefore, Tani Takata, we teach a way to fix it up. And now the Gemara says, Am Rav Yehuda, Am Rav. Rav Yehuda says in the name of Rav, and this is important, that this is going to be the Shita of Rav. Chachamim loylem dua el the Chachamim learned their Shita of the size of a Pesach, of a Mavoi, from the opening of the Heichel in the Beis HaMikdash. Rabbi Yehuda Lamda and Pesach Ulam. Rabbi Yehuda learned it from the opening of the Ulam in the Beis HaMikdash. Did not, we have a Mishnah. Pesach Shal Heichel, the opening, the Pesach of the Heichel in the Beis HaMikdash. Gavayu Esrim Alma, Ruchave Esrim Almas. It was 20 Almas tall and 10 Almas wide. Vishal Ulam, in the opening of the Ulam, which is a little bit further into the Beis HaMikdash. Gavayu Arbayim Alma, Ruchave Esrim Almas. It was 40 Almas tall and 20 Almas wide. Ushnehem, Mikro Echadarshu, they both darshan the same Pesach. It says in the Pesach, Vishachtu Pesach Almaid, and it should be shechted by the opening of the oil maid. So we see this lashon of Pesach being applied to the oil maid. So the Rabbanon Sabri, the Rabbanon hold Kedushas Heichel Lachod, Kedushas Ulam Lachod. They have the Kedusha of the Heichel and the Kedusha of the Ulam are two separate Kedushas. Vechik Siv, Pesach Oil Maid. And when the Pesach tells us we have to shecht a carbon by the Pesach Oil Maid, a Heichel Siv, that's talking about shechting it by the Heichel. Therefore, we see that the definition of a Pesach is the definition of the opening of the Heichel, which is 20 by 10. Rabbi Huda Sabri, Rabbi Huda holds Heichel of Ulam Kedusha Achasi. The Heichel and the Ulam are the same Kedusha, the Chiksev Pesach Almaid, and when the Pasuk says Pesach Almaid, it's talking about both of them, and therefore a Pesach is also something that's 40 by 20. Alternatively, Rabbi Huda would also say that the Ulam and the Heichel have two separate Kedushas. This is the reason why Rabbi Huda would say that you're still allowed to have a Pesach, which is 40 by 20. The Chsev it says in another Pasuk, the Pesach of the Ulam of the Bias. And 
therefore we see that the Ulam itself is called a Pesach, so we have an official Pesach in the Pasuk, which is 40 by 20. For Rabbanu, what do they do with Rabbi Huda's Pasuk? Pesach Ulam. If it would have just said El Pesach Ulam, it would have been just like what Rabbi Huda said. Since it adds this extra word, Habayis, what do we learn from there? Habayis HaPasuach Ulam. It's talking about the house, which opens into the Ulam, which is the Heichal. The Heichal opens into the Ulam. Therefore, according to the Chachamim, both of these Pesukim, V'Shachnu Pesach Olamayid and El Pesach Olamayid, are both talking about the Pesach of the Heichal and not of the Ulam. So right now we have that according to Rav, the Machlekes between the Chacham and Rabbi Huda is which Pesach do we learn that the Pesach of a Mavui has to be similar to? The Pesach of the Heichal, which is 20 by 10, or the Pesach of the Ulam, which is 40 by 20? The Gemara asks about Kiksev Habi Mishkan Ksev. These Pesukim that we're trying to learn from were said in regards to the Mishkan, whereas the Heichal and the Ulam were in the base of Mikdash. So how can we learn one from the other? The Gemara answers not a problem. Ashkachan Mishkan Dekri Mikdash, Mikdash Dekri Mishkan. We find that the Mishkan is called Mikdash and Mikdash is called Mishkan. Therefore, they're interchangeable. If we don't say that, Hadam Rabbi Huda Shmuel, Rabbi Huda said, B'Shem Shmuel, Shlam Shishchatan Kain Psichas Losas Hechal, a carbon shlamim that was shechted before the doors of the Hechal were open, Psul and its Pasal. Shinamar, it says in the Pasuk, B'Shachlu Pesach Oil Maid. And what do we learn from that Pasuk? B'Shachlu Pesach Oil at the time that the doors of the Hechal are open, and not when they're closed. And that Pasuk is said in regards to the Mishkan, and we're using that Pasuk and applying it to something that applies to the Beis Hamikdash. El Ashkin Mikdash Dekri Mishkan, or Mishkan Dekri Mikdash, and must be that Mikdash and Mishkan are interchangeable. So now we actually have to find the source for that. Bishlam Mikdash Dekri Mishkan. Mikdash is called Mishkan, the Chsivit says in the Pasuk, Minosati as Mishkani Besechachem, I will place my Mishkan among you, and that's actually in reference to the Beis Hamikdash. El Mishkan Dekri Mikdash Minolan. How do we know that the Mishkan was actually called Mikdash? Elim, if you're going to say it's from the following Pasuk. And the Kahasim who carried the Mikdash, they Kimu as a Mishkan, and then they would set up the Mishkan Ad Bayam when they arrived at a new place in the Midbar. So we see that they're setting up the Mishkan and it was just called Mikdash in the Pasuk. Bezom and Bezom on the top, Ahuba Aran Ksiv, that Pasuk is actually in reference to the Aran. The Aran is being called Mikdash. So the more answers, we have a different Pasuk, El Mehacha, Vasuli Mikdash, Vishachati Besaycham, and you shall make for me a Mikdash and I will dwell among you. And that is in reference to the Mishkan. So we see that Mishkan and Mikdash are interchangeable. But now the Gemara is going to ask, According to both Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanu, why don't they learn from the opening of the Shire of the Chatzar of the Mishkan? The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, The length of the Chatzar was 100 Amas, and was 50 by 50 wide, and the height of the wall was 5 Amas. Uksivin it says, in regards to the wall, and there was 15 Amas of curtains on the Katev, on the shoulder, meaning on the side wall. Uksivin it says, and for the second part of the wall, for the opening of the Chatzar, there was another 15 Amas of curtains. So if we have a 50 Amas wall, and there's two sections of 15 Amas curtains, that means that there's 30 Amas of curtains on a 50 Amas wall, and that means that we have 20 Amas left of this wall. So now the Gemara asks, just like over there, by the Pesach Shar HaChatzar, the height of the opening was 5, and the width of the opening was 20. So Afkan, so to here in regards to Mavoy, it should be able to be 5 Amas tall and 20 wide, not 20 by 10 or 40 by 10. So the Gemara answers, Pesach Shara Chatzar Ikri. This opening that we're discussing is called the opening of the Shara Chatzar. But Pesach Stamaloi Ikri, it's not called a standard Pesach, so therefore we can't learn from this to Mavoy. Or alternatively, when it says that there's 15 Amas of curtains, it's not 15 Amas of width, it's 15 Amas of height. So the Gemara says, Gavaya, height, the Pesach itself says that the height of the wall was only 5 Amas tall, not 15 Amas. So the Gemara answers, that means it was five Amis above the top of the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach was ten Amis tall, 
and the wall stretched five amas above the top of the Mizbech for a total of 15 amas. So therefore, we have no question from this Pasuk. Now the Gemara asks on Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda really learns from the Pesach of the Ulam and that it's allowed to be 20 amas wide, but Tanan, our Mishnah says, Baruch Master Amas, if it's wider than 10 amas, you might, so then it has to be minimized, you gotta narrow it. Velay Paul Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda does not argue on that statement in the Mishnah. The Gemara answers Amr Abaye, Paul Gabriel, he argues in a Brisa to Tanya, the Brisa teaches us, Baruch of Meyuda Amas, you might, if it's wider than 10 amas, it has to be narrowed. Rabbi Huda, Aymer Rabbi Huda says, Ainat Sarchlamait, you don't have to make it more narrow. So the Gemara says, Velay Paul so why doesn't he also argue in the Mishnah? So we say, Palak Begaiva, he argues in height, Vuhatin Rachwa, he also argues in the width. And the Gemara continues asking in Rabbi Huda, Vakati Rabbi Huda in Pesach Shulam Gomer, Rabbi Huda really learns from the opening of the Ulam, Vatani, we have a Brasa, Mavi Shikavai Michaf Ama, Yemait, a Mavi that's taller than 20 Amas, meaning the Kaira is above 20 Amas, Yemait, you have to lower it. Rabbi Huda Machshad Memvinun Ama, Rabbi Huda says it's kosher even if the Kaira is up until 40 or even 50 Amas. And Vatani Barkapara, Barkapara thought, Anmea, it's even allowed to be 100 Amas. So officially, Barkapara Guzma, we could always say the Barkapara is just exaggerating, and he's just trying to say it's allowed to be taller than 20. Al Rabbi Huda, my Guzma, how could we say Rabbi Huda is saying an exaggeration? He told us very specifically 40 or 50. So, Bishlam with Rabbi Huda, Abayim Gamim Peschashil Ulam. We could say that Rabbi Huda got his number 40 because he learns it from the opening of the Ulam. Elanon Minale, where does he get the number 50 from? So, Amrav Chizr of Chizda says, and this is very important, Hamas Nisa Ataise Lerav. The following Brisa misled Rav to think that the whole machlaikis between the Chacham and Rabbi Huda was do we learn from the Pesach of the Hechel or do we learn from the Pesach of the Ulam? The time we have a Brisa, Mavi Shigavayim Chafama, a Mavi which is above 20 Amas, Yasim Peschashil Hechel. This is more than the opening of the Hechel. You might, so the Kaira has to be lowered. Who saw our Rav held Midrabanan Pesachal Hechel Gamri? Since they learned it from the opening of the Hechel, because this Brisa clearly says that according to Tanakama, the Chachamim, that we're learning it from the Pesach of the Hechel, so Rabbi Huda and Pesachal Ulam Gamri, it must be that Rabbi Huda learns his Shita from the Pesach of the Ulam. But Velahi, that's really not true. Rabbi Huda and Pesachal Demalchen Gamri, he learns from the opening of King's entranceways. The entranceway to a palace is always big and grand. It could be 40 or even 50 Amas tall, and that's where we learn it from. And actually, Rabbi Huda Shita has nothing to do with the opening of the Ulam. So now we're going to ask according to the Chachamim. If the Chachamim say that we actually learn from the Pesach of the Hechel, so Rabbanan, even Pesach Shal Hechel Gamiri, Libai Dlasas Kehechel. So then every opening of a Mavoi should have to have doors just like the Hechel had doors. Alama Tanan, why do we say in the Mishnah, Hachshar Mavoi, how do we make a Tikkun to a Mavoi? Beshame Aimim Lechi Vekaira, you have to have a Lechi and a Kaira. Beshal Aimim Lechi Aikaira, you could either have a Lechi or a Kaira, but neither of them hold that you have to have doors. So the Gemara answers, Dlasas Hechel, it's Nias Ba'amahu Davidan. The doors of the Hechel were only made for Tznias for modesty purposes, but they weren't actually part and parcel of the entranceway to the Hechel. Therefore, a Mavoy, in order to be kosher to carry within it on Shabbos, doesn't need to have doors. The Gemara continues asking in this vein, Pesach should not help for the entranceway of a Mavoy. The Hechel had its source of Pesach, and Afiluhachi, even so, Eser Amas, who did it was only 10 Amas wide, it wasn't wider than that. And Alama Tanan, why do we have an hour mission itself? If there's a source of Pesach there, even though it's wider than 10 Amas, you do not have to make it more narrow. So we see that if you have a source of Pesach, it's allowed to be wider than 10 Amas, and that's not like the opening to the Hechel. So the Gemara answers, Isn't this only the reasoning of Rav? Only Rav holds that the Chachamim learned their Shita from the opening of the Hechel. Therefore, the entranceway to the Mavoi has to be just like the entranceway to the Hechel. But not everyone else holds like that, and we see this. Rav Yehuda taught Chia, the son of Rav, and he was teaching him in front of Rav, that if it's wider than 10 Amas, you do not have to make it more narrow if it has a source of Pesach. And Rav told Rabbi Yehuda, who was teaching his son, teach him that you do have to be it. So we see that only according to Rav do we have
have to have the Pesach of our Mavui exactly like the Pesach of the Hechel. But besides for Rav, no one else holds like that. And we're going to pick up with this discussion tomorrow, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.